0: Welcome to this week's episode of the Marked for Eternity podcast, where we bring you biblical truth on topics such as marriage, family, and ministry. This episode is made possible by the Ultra Global Partners. To find out more information about the Ultra Global, please go to thealtraglobal.com and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Here are your hosts, Jeremiah and Paul Johnson.
1: Welcome to the Mark for Eternity podcast. This is one of your hosts, Jeremiah Johnson.
2: Hey guys, what's going on? This is Paul Johnson.
1: Paul, so good to have you back in the studio with us here in North Carolina. You know, Christmas is coming up. uh, Holidays end up stirring up so many different emotions and feelings for people. Obviously, we have the birth of Christ, but we also have a new year, and some people just miss family members. They've gone through yeah. a, a struggling year. I uh, want to just wish all of our listeners a, a early Merry Christmas to you, a Happy New Year. Hope that your year has been full of uh, not only um, life, but also holding on to the goodness of God. Mm-hmm. Paul, what are you feeling as we, you know, head toward Christmas?
2: Yeah, Jeremiah, I love the the Christmas story, of course, just the, the birth of Jesus. I, Remember how all growing up pops would read us from uh, Luke 1 and Luke 2 growing up as kids the the birth of Jesus and just the the amazing uh, miracles and things that happen there it's just so marvelous um Christmas is special because God became a man because the Lord came down to us you know that's one thing that is unique entirely to Christianity is that in every other religion, you know, in Islam, you want your good works to outweigh your bad, and Hindu, all the the karma, all these different thoughts, is it's really that man tries to work his way toward God through obedience, good works, etc., where we recognize that we couldn't do it, we couldn't get to God. I mean, how could the finite ever please the infinite? How could what has fallen really ever satisfy what is uh infinitely perfect. So God came to us. So, you know, the old phrase when God couldn't find a man, he became a man. C. And C. so Lewis. the beauty uh rewrite CS Lewis, the, the beauty of um what the Lord has done through Christmas, through the birth of Jesus, um, you know, that we celebrate at this time and, you know, some people get their panties in a wad and say it's not December 25th and whatever, but they'll be okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I told somebody the other day I don't think we've ever put a Christmas tree in the church lobby and not had someone leave and <laughs> that gets offended, you know, over, you know, Christmas trees are pagan worship and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I'm I'm sitting here thinking, you know, having gone to Israel like ten times now, having the privilege to go to Bethlehem and just to just to get a grid a little bit of what it would have really been like with the three magi coming and, you know, just, hey, this is maybe where we we think he was born. One of the things that God, you know, said to me um, at a time when I was there several years ago is when I'm about to do something great in a generation, I go to the stable first, not the stadium. Yeah. And for me, you know, Christmas just brings forth this awe and wonder of the King of the world, King Jesus, being born in a stable. I mean, being born in in such a a dirty, filthy, unrecognizable place. And, you know, we're living in a generation that wants to be famous, wants to be popular, wants to be a star but yet the Lord and our Father chose a different path, an example to us all, and um, just felt like there was a word of encouragement for some listeners today. Maybe 2022 didn't turn out the way that you thought it would be. I've heard a lot of people lately say I thought I was walking into the promised land and I really entered into a wilderness. Yeah. And a lot of people, you know, they they expect it to be like their stadium season, their coming out party, their massive promotion and blessing and they find themselves in the stable, unseen, unknown, yeah. feeling disqualified, feeling like they didn't make it. And if there's any listeners today maybe this year didn't turn out the way that you had thought, I just uh feel the heart of God for you that He is nearer to you, and he understands um the the thought of of don't despise humble beginnings uh far more than you can ever imagine, so just even just asking Holy Spirit even right now, just to bring comfort to bring peace to bring healing uh to anyone that's in a in a stable uh type season where you're hoping for a stadium encounter. And uh, there's also something in that too, you know, Paul, sometimes we have these ideas, right, like God has to encounter us in a stadium where even the stable can represent that secret place, that unknown place that God is drawing us into. I think that there could be multiple layers there. Your thoughts?
2: Yeah, it makes me think of Philippians 2 and Paul writing about Jesus, that we're to have this attitude in ourselves, which was in him, that Although he existed in the form of God, he didn't regard equality with God as something to be grasped, and that he took on our form, that he was made in the likeness of men, um, found in appearance, and he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. So I think about the humility, first of all, that God would become a man and that he would limit himself. You know, it says that when he emptied himself, he didn't empty himself of his divinity. He didn't cease to be God, but he did empty himself of his divine privileges, and he was fully God and fully man. And so the humility of God, number one, to become a man, to be limited in that way, to be born in a manger, to be um, a helpless baby, to To be breastfed by Mary, most likely, to need to be nurtured and cared for. I mean, just, just totally amazing, captivating. But then what does God do in his humanity? There's already massive humility to become a man, and then further he dies and is obedient to death, even death on a cross. I mean, just profound uh, when I think about the humility of Jesus. I think about what a long way I have to go and how stuck on myself and self-focused I can be and how Jesus did nothing uh, of himself or for himself he did only what he saw the father doing said only what he heard the father saying came to fulfill the father's will and to reveal the father and everything he said and did so um you know the birth of Jesus reveals a, a humility a vulnerability uh, that, that is striking and um, just really touching. So Merry Christmas, as Jeremiah said to all of you. I do want to just give a word of encouragement as the holidays come up, uh, Christmas, New Year's, um, that you don't give in to the flesh and that you do not revert back to your old self. If you're born again, you're a believer in Jesus. You have a new nature living inside of you, the power of the Holy Spirit, God's grace enables you to say no to sin, to say yes to Jesus, to say yes to the will of God. And I understand that Around holidays, uh, many times we can struggle, we can revert back, we can get upset by that one uncle or by that sibling we don't see very often, or just the family dynamics and the dysfunction that can happen, the longings that get stirred up around the holidays. I just want to encourage someone, maybe give a word of wisdom, a word of caution and warning. Uh, Don't revert, don't go back, don't get in the flesh. We don't respond uh, evil for evil. We don't render sin for sin. We uh, respond in kindness because a soft answer turns away wrath. I want to encourage our listeners to be uh, peacemakers. And not to be cowards, but also don't be bullies. Don't get sucked into conflicts that, uh, frankly, they're not your fight. I can't remember where it is, but it's a a proverb that says that getting involved in uh, someone else's conflict is like grabbing a stray dog by the ears. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to get bit. Uh, It's not going to go well for you. So maybe part of peacemaking is just, you know, staying within yourself and not getting sucked into the drama. So. Hope that encourages someone, but I felt from the Lord in talking about the holidays that that needed to be said,
1: yeah, yeah, I think that's so good, man, you know you it's it's inevitable, you know you see someone commit suicide, you know, you see people you know going through financial struggles, you know you see divorce happening. I think it's so interesting, you know that for whatever reason, Paul, I'd love to even get your take on this, like why is it on holidays? I've often like marveled. Um, like on people's birthdays. It's like for whatever reason, like if people aren't overly showered and celebrated on their birthday, it's like they, it's like orphan activate. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, woe is me. I don't know. What, what do you think it is about holidays that trigger people sometimes to go down that deep, dark depression? Is there something in humanity that's any I'd take say, on gen- that?
2: generally speaking, people are more in touch with their longings and with their feelings. You know, we tend to live out of touch with our hearts and with our true selves, and so the the birthday, the holiday, the anniversary, whatever it is, uh, it can put us in touch with things that are often laying dormant within us. Uh, things that we don't deal with, things that we stuff, things that we minimize and things that we spiritualize. You know, I, I, I'll i never forget trying to uh, befriend someone who honestly was too spiritual to be friendly, to be relational. It was, you know, oh, I'm too blessed to be stressed and I'm blessed and highly favored. And I was like, look, you, you can keep quoting me Bible verses, but that's not actually how you're doing. So I appreciate your faith, but You know, so I would just encourage people, you get in touch with those longings. What are you going to do with them? You know, even loneliness. I think I've said this on here before. Maybe it was on my podcast, but loneliness is the soul reaching for God. You know, people Mm. feel lonely on birthdays. It's like, why? You know, it's like people would be shocked to find out like, yeah, you, you can be married and be lonely. You know, you know, I'm sure you've experienced loneliness, being married, being a father, having a family, like that's a part of the human journey. But what do we do in response to that? We have to reach for the Lord because that's our soul gravitating, reaching for him. And so we have to channel that longing for relationship, connection, intimacy with the Lord, um, spending time with him, reading his word, uh, praying until something shifts, you know, reading until something sticks—all those things that are helpful. But I think the those longings—that that's kind of what happens around birthdays, holidays, you know. I mean part of my journey is, you know, I hated my birthday for all those years, all through the teenage years. And God really had to do a massive work of healing in my life. And I was like, you know, I hated my birthday because I hated myself because there was deep shame and condemnation. And, you know, the Lord had to uh, pour his grace and his mercy and, uh, you know, help me to receive forgiveness Uh, because you don't you don't forgive yourself. Mm-hmm. That's a misnomer. We receive God's mercy. You can't actually forgive yourself, but you can receive God's mercy through the sacrifice of Jesus. So you can let things go, but I think those longings get stirred up, and um, it's important to go to go to God with them and uh, to allow Him to heal, to allow Him to speak. Um, honestly, the most powerful words that I have received in my life are the Lord speaking directly to me. It's not come through an, an altar call or through prophetic ministry, which has dramatically marked my life. Make no mistake, but you've got to hear God for yourself. And so, the Christmas, Thanksgiving, birthdays, that they're great opportunities to to hear God, to reach for Him, to not walk in offense, to not choose bitterness. And, uh, to, to really allow the father to love you and to not be an orphan, even to allow others to celebrate you. You know, that's the other side of the coin too, is you can feel like, man, you know, nobody celebrated me, but then you have other people that are blocking people who love them and want to care for them and throw them a party. And it's like, well, I don't want it to be about me. And it's like, well, Hey, get over yourself. You're loved and people care about you and we're going to throw you a party.
1: Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. I think that you know, when I think about Christmas and I think about holidays, kind of shifting gears, one of the things that our dad did every Christmas that was so impactful is we would adopt a, a family that was in need. I, I think I have memories of me and and our older brother doing this. I think you might have been a, a, a little bit too young, but dad used to, you know. There was some kind of company in the city that would sponsor families, and so we would actually go and get their Christmas list, uh-huh. do the shopping, and then show up. I think it was either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day to their house. I mean, you're in absolute poverty-stricken neighborhoods. Yeah, There's it was, no Christmas. It was Chris, Christmas Day. Christmas down, Day. Downtown, I remember some of them. They didn't have lights on inside, and you're able to deliver gifts to them. And I remember just being a a young kid being so impacted. Um, you know, just that that paradigm, that perspective of, you know, you're constantly wanting something, but yet, you know, God is, you know, allowing you to be a part of something even greater, even bigger. So, you know, I just I think that there's so many different angles, so many different opportunities, you know, whether people are struggling and inner going inner You know, self and, you know, facing depression and shame. I also think that in America, greed and, you know, people like so, so wanting to have material possessions and just not having a grid for, you know, the suffering of humanity. Yeah. I think, you know, there's also like as a parent now, I'm always trying to like gauge and engage my kids. Uh, I've been asking people recently, like, what's your spending limit for per kid? You know, on on Christmas, you know, and be like, oh, five hundred dollars, a thousand dollars. I'm like, holy cow, your kid's like five and seven, you know. But you just also wonder sometimes, like, how much we set people up to de- be depressed or to be selfish, um, because we're just, you know, using another holiday to just blow out credit cards, spoil people, and we're yeah. totally uh, out of touch with you know, how much people are struggling around us.
2: Yeah. The, the holidays have been commercialized to the max. I mean, there are massive opportunities for businesses and the fashion industry and shopping and all that to, to make, make a ton of money and, and market towards you and fill your social media with ads of something you might buy and online shopping and all that kind of stuff. So I think like you're saying serving the poor, being around the needy, you know, I think about uh people that have been at our table for Thanksgiving and you know, the way that that has provided perspective um and and made made us grateful, you know, I remember in a similar vein getting home from Guatemala when I was 18 and sitting on the side of my bed and just weeping and feeling broken that I even had a bed to sleep in. And, you know, we didn't have much at the time. I mean, we were legitimately recovering from poverty, but, uh, they were really in poverty, uh, no electricity, no running water, uh, crazy. Just the, the, you think you're poor and then you realize, no, you're not. And there's always somebody who has it worse and is struggling. So, Christmas can be a great time to remember others, to do something for those that don't have uh, as much as you to make sure that, uh, you know, God puts the lonely in families and I think God would put the lonely uh, in, in your family perhaps or at your table this Christmas or around your fireplace uh, this year because it's a it's a way to uh, serve the Lord, to honor Jesus and to worship him and remember the least of these because whatever we do to them, Jesus said, you did it unto me.
1: Yeah. Amen. Well, Paul, let's pray today for the listeners. You know, I know there could be just so many on here who need to pick me up or, or just a prayer. So, Father, just thank you for the listeners today. Lord, thank you for 2022. Lord, thank you for the good and the bad. Lord, we pray over those who are sick in their bodies or those who. Lord, are wrestling with even just family members who are struggling. God, we shift our gaze and our attention on you. Lord, we just thank you that as we focus on you, Lord, and we lift you up, you draw people to yourself. And I just pray, Lord, that the shalom of God, the peace that surpasses all understanding would just Lord, begin to touch people listening today. Lord, we thank you that you're near to the brokenhearted, that you bring lonely into family. And I just pray a special prayer over those searching for a church family, Lord, those searching for community and fellowship. Lord, I just pray that you would open up those doors, Lord, that you would even stir them to move geographically. Lord, I pray that you would help them to find a place and a space, Lord, where they could Lord, help to bear one another's burdens. God, we just ask for this in in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us on the Mark for Eternity podcast. We'll be back with you next time.
2: God bless you all. Merry Christmas.
0: Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Mark for Eternity podcast as we seek to bring biblical truth to this generation regarding topics such as marriage, family, and ministry. We want to give a special thank you to our ultra global partners who make it possible for us to release fresh content such as this in order to train and equip the body of Christ around the world. If you were blessed by this episode, make sure to go to the ultraglobal.com dot com forward slash podcast to listen to current and past episodes. God bless and thank you for listening.